Welcome to Arch Rivals Football, sponsored by Raz Energy and Steiner Sports. Here is your starting lineup. Number 20, Darnell the Playmaker Salins. Number 94, Alex the Bearman Alcazaz. Number 69, Ricky the Prez Litwinkowicz. And in tribute to our fallen colleague, Arch Rivals Football, Ring of Honor member, Alex Fleming. This show is a Pain Train Pipe Bomb production. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, October 27th at 6.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know me. Darn it, a playmaker silence as I bring you Arch Rivals College Football Edition. And you know my co-host out in Texas, Alex Akazad, the Bear of Texas. What's going on? What's up, brothers? And Ricky can say hi to the people in the chat. He's in the background producing. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm just hiding. This is, this is his one day he gets to hide. He gets to hide. Bear man. Mm-hmm. Is we at the end of October, which means we're going to November. Mm-hmm. The college football playoff rankings come out next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We get to see how the committee looks when it comes to the four teams that they see are the best to make the playoffs. Oh, yes. In other words, it's only getting more serious. And now we have to recap week eight. Yes, sir. And uh, I say this every week, every single week. You know there's a game I'm looking at. I'm like, watch out for that game. And guess what? App State did it again. Game winning field goal to knock out Coastal Carolina, who was ranked 14 at the time. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like there oh, was, so. App State had five hundred and seventy-five total total offense, five hundred and seventy-five passing and running, and they ran for two hundred and twenty-eight yards. They still could not win. I mean, all that. What's the no? No, App State did that. App State. Oh, okay. App State did. Yes, App State did that. They ran for over 200 yards on Coastal Carolina. And they won. They won. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, several big teams, you know, had to fight. Because number two, Cincinnati, only beat Navy by seven points, 27 to 20. It's Navy. Okay, but still. It's Navy. Hell. Wait for us to drop 70 to get past Army. Oregon. <laughs> Barely beat UCLA. Oregon was the underdog. The team was the underdog. The right team was the underdog. How's that sound? <laughs> oh, UCLA is not right, but y'all going to them, so we're going to make them the favorite. And what? You want to talk about upsets, Mr. Playmaker? <laughs> Illinois beat Penn State. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know Ricky's listening, but uh, how many overtimes there, man? How many? I've lost uh, count, one, brother. 
two, three. No, how about nine? How about nine? You see, nine that's, that's overtime. Justin, so just to say this in the New York sports media, that game got criticized for not only it being one of the lowest scoring overtime games ever. But people were absolutely annoyed that it went nine overtimes. <laughs> nine overtimes. Nine. <laughs> Did nobody mean, want to score? Unheard of. Nobody wanted to score in overtime? Nobody wanted the game? Nobody wanted to go home, it seems. Hey, what's, what's going on here? Well, you're talking about ugly wins. I don't owe you, Kansas. Like, Williams literally took the ball out of his running back hand just to make sure he got that win. I mean, <laughs> absolutely incredible. I mean, has there ever been a game that went that long? Nine overtimes? No, hell no. We we thought we thought the seven overtime was long between LSU and Mississippi State and that high scoring affair. Nah, they went nine. <laughs> they said we were raise you two more <laughs> and not score. But that's not the only upset. Iowa State beat Oklahoma State. Did I call that one too? You did. <laughs> Hey, well, here's a well. This is this game wasn't really mentioned too much, but this is an old classic rivalry. Notre Dame beat USC. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about USC. Yeah, but in this particular game, keep in mind this is a classic rivalry game. It Notre is Dame a classic rivalry game, and once and once Notre Dame got beat by Cincinnati, they were done. <laughs> they were done. Done. So I mean, I'm a good graces, uh. Did I did, did we miss anything else that happened at college football? Because I mean, you're still your top five, your, your top five group of five for week nine, uh, you know, hasn't changed. I mean, they're still, uh, meet me, oh, they're still there. Oh, the order definitely changed. The order has definitely changed. Oh, the order has changed, but your top five, the I mean, order the, has the order has definitely changed in the top five. Ricky, if you don't mind putting that up for me, please, sir. I mean, uh, Cincinnati is still at one because all they do is what? <laughs> all they do is win. All they do is win. Who jumps up to number two? How about them assets of San Diego State because all they do is what? All they win. do is win. SMU at number three because all they do is what? All they do is win. <laughs> you see a theme here? Oh, UTSA, the Rural Runners. All they do is what? Meep, meep. They just win. Coastal Carolina did the same thing until they ran into App State. And the Mountaineers gave that team a come back down there for us a bit here. <laughs> I told you about that Sunbelt, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I told you about the Sunbelt. I knew it. <laughs> Damn App State. <laughs> App State don't play. And speaking of which, breaking news that happened before we came on air. Old Dominion has accepted the invitation to become part of the Sunbelt, which gives Sunbelt the 14th team that they needed. So it's 14 teams in the Sun Belt coming into, I believe, either next season or the season afterwards. So Old Dominion, jumping to the Sun Belt. That should be fun. <laughs> now, as you can see, we have a a long slate here for week nine. Unlike last week when it was a, you can actually see everything. The day before Halloween. It's crazy that we had these many matchups the day before Halloween. And right before the, the playoff committee may stay prediction for the first time. So it's going to be a lot to be. There's just no bear, man. This week, 
there's gonna be a lot of talk going on next week. I might need to bring a guest on for this. I think you should, but you know, this week is not a particularly good one for you. Nah, we gonna. Yeah. You know, I I know it's painful, brother. I know, but look, we gonna go in order. We gonna go in order. Like we go in order. I don't want to talk about it, but we gonna go in order. We, okay, but you know, we gonna go in order. Hey, you you you, you, put, you put it you put it in the lineup, brother. So yeah, hey. I know because if I didn't, you would have came and you would have came for me for trying to duck and dodge. Uh, the the bear man would have. You're so, talking. You're talking, Alex. Trust me, I know. I know what I'm dealing with, and I know what I do. I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. The battle for Michigan. Up first. Number six, the Wolverines. At number eight, the Spartans. East Lansing. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Fox. You know what's Jim so Harbaugh. cool? I mean, look at that. Only a two-spot difference within the ranks. Only two spots. Matter of fact, you know what? 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 I want to see the numbers for this game because I did say yesterday... On Arch Rival when we did NFL talk that it was about the Big Ten, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and you see out the gate the first game on is the Big Ten. It's the Big Ten. So what what are, what are my numbers going into this game when it comes to Michigan and Jim Harbaugh versus those Spartans, those hated rivals of Michigan State? So uh, Michigan is a four point favorite on the road, which is interesting. Well, Michigan is helping on extracting revenge because last season at Ann Arbor, the unranked Michigan State Spartans beat number 13, the Michigan Wolverines, by three points. All right, so check this out. Points per game. Michigan, 37.7. Michigan State, 34.3. Check mark Michigan. Points allowed per game. 14.3 Michigan. 18.7 18.7 Michigan State. Another check for Michigan. Who has Michigan beaten in a last five opponents? So we have here Northern Iowa, Rutgers, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, and Northwestern. Not impressive, is it? You're not impressed by that. Can't ignore the record, but, you know, an interesting fact for this game, you know that both these teams have yet to be beaten. Yeah. Let's, let's, so, let's, let's look at the last five games for Michigan State. At Miami, who was ranked 24th at the time. Nebraska was at Kentucky. At Rutgers, at Indiana. And a game in which I told y'all, they were, they were going to have to escape Indiana. And the score was 20 to, 20 to 15. So they score points. They don't give up points either. I'm looking forward to this. It's definitely what Jim Ross would call a slobber knocker of a match. At least it's got that potential. He also say what it was a, a tougher than a two dollar steak. Mm-hmm. And what if one, gonna be? And if one team happens to be up forty nine nothing by halftime, one little funny thing's gonna come up to my mind. Do you know what that that is? Will somebody stop the damn match? No, you ain't gonna see no blowout. You ain't gonna see no blowout. <laughs> Well, you know, not in this one. Not in this one. Not in this one. But in the case, but well, you know what? Yeah, probably not in this one. But not in this one. Not in this one. No, 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 no. Well, you never know. It's Michigan and Michigan State. You never know. This is the battle for Michigan here. Yeah, but there's been blowouts before. Man, not when both
<laughs> Maybe not. But hey, there's a first time for anything. Michigan likes to run the ball. Michigan State likes to stop the run. <laughs> so we we gonna we gonna see. We're gonna see. Sticking with the Big Ten. Number nine, Iowa. Coming off their freaking Bobby because they got selected by Purdue out of all teams. They go to Madison, Wisconsin to take on the Badgers. And guess what? Number nine's the underdog. Three and a half. To Wisconsin? To Wisconsin. Number nine's the underdog. Okay, well, you know what? Because you brought that up. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? You know what's funny is that... <laughs> You mentioned Hold on, hold on. Before, you, before you go, I want to mess with Ricky. I want to mess with Ricky. Hey, you want to know what the, the over-under is? What's the over-under? 36 and a half. Which game are we talking about? Iowa and Wisconsin. Iowa and Wisconsin. Hmm. <laughs> 36 and a half is the over-under for this. Oh, oh my boy. gosh. You know what? I have to say it. Uh, I may have to call somebody. <laughs> They saying ain't no points gonna be scored in Wisconsin. Nah, I may have to call somebody. But anyways, I was saying, you mentioned that Purdue beat Iowa, but you know who it was that Wisconsin they didn't, they didn't, no, beat they last just week? They didn't just didn't beat Iowa. They beat the crap out of them. They went they went into Iowa City and gave them a beating. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, matter of fact, I'm glad you said it because then Wisconsin played. Mm. Yeah, they beat Purdue last week. 30 to 13. Mm. So uh, that, that is, does that add insult to injury to Iowa? Mm. Mm. So obviously, man, now I guess it makes sense that Wisconsin is favored, right? Hold on, but wait a minute, though. <laughs> Let's see. They went, up against, they went against Notre Dame back in September when Notre Dame was ranked 12. You know what the score was? 41-13. <laughs> they played Michigan the week after. Michigan was ranked 14. You know what the score was? Mm. 38-17. So we see what's kind of like his great teams. Doesn't bode well. Not at all. Doesn't bode well. But we'll see how this one goes. And then Iowa did beat Penn State when they was ranked number four. 23 to 20. I, I mean, I I don't know. Like, do 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 I say do I say the people in Vegas are disrespecting the Iowa Hawkeyes because of what Purdue did? Maybe. Are you gonna tell me Wisconsin's gonna beat them? I know they're at home. Hey, I like jumping around. I like Camp Ramps Camp Randall Stadium. Jump around, yeah, I love it. I love it. But the AP people didn't have Iowa fall off the cliff though, right? Nope. They they still right in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> But in order to stay in the top ten, they're gonna have to win soundly. They, but they, but they're in the top ten still. And you're, did they not learn from last week when you had UCLA at the favorite of Oregon? You see what Oregon did, right? Yeah, survived. I guess Blazers want to go on two then, huh? Maybe, just maybe. Because I, I don't know. I, I really just don't know. That's 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 just that's, that's, that's interesting. And you know, we 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 it's stuff like this that gets makes Ricky laugh at stuff like this. And then that's the 12 o'clock slot, which means we get to the 3 30 slot, right? Yeah, well, 
In your case, uh, you probably want to get this one over with, don't you? <laughs> Number one is in Jacksonville. That would be the Georgia Bulldogs. And whatever the Georgia Bulldogs are in Jacksonville, you know who they playing against. Your Florida Gators. The Florida Gators. This might be the biggest spread that I can recall in quite some time. So why don't you tell us the spread? Georgia is a two-touchdown favorite. <laughs> wow. A two-touchdown favorite is the Bulldogs of Georgia. I posted in my Florida Gators group. I believe it was either Sunday or Monday. I'm like, I really don't know if I really want to do the show and talk about this damn game. Cause the last time we talked about the Gators, I think we had we had we had Kenny with us, right? Kenny Kirkpatrick from K and K. Might have had. Cause we was at LSU, right? Mm-hmm. I did say I was worried about my quarterbacks, right? You did. And what did they both do? They, they both decided to throw two interceptions each. They both did. And then my defense got ran over for a LSU record for 287 yards. One running back, by the way. One running back. One. Not not multiple running backs. One running back. Ran for 287. Yeah, the Florida Gators, they're one and two this month. And now you're dealing with the number one team in the country. Georgia has never been ranked number one when they play Florida, by the way. As I've said, there's always a first time for anything, my friend. Georgia has never been ranked number one when they played Florida. That defense of Georgia is number one in every defensive category you can think of, apart except a turnover, because that goes to Iowa. And now we both teams come off bye weeks, by the way. Which means there's no advantage. Both teams had a bye week. So both teams are coming in healthy. I don't care if it's Emory Jones. I don't care if it's Anthony Richardson. Guess what? As soon as you turn the ball over, just know the game over with. Just know the game is over. One turnover, game is over. <laughs> I'm not going to say that right now. One turnover, the game is over. You've already said it. It's official. You've said it. It's been noted, brother. There's no turn If you don't back. turn the ball over, we have a chance to knock off number one. And that really was at the world on fire because now it's like, oh. So if Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama's getting in the playoffs. And you actually, I'm pretty sure you've been listening to some sports news. And you kind of, you see what I'm saying. They don't want Alabama in the playoffs. Ain't nobody does. Because <laughs> if Alabama is in the playoffs, you got to go through that team. And I'm pretty sure you don't want to go through that team. <laughs> not if you're Georgia, but not if you're Florida either. Not even anybody in the country. You don't want to yeah. see Alabama in the playoffs. Nobody. But you know what? They may just be too damn good. So, in other words, it's just too damn bad. So, guess what? Most people going to be Georgia fans. You know why? Because Georgia finishes off going unbeaten and they knock off Alabama. Guess what that means? There's no two SEC teams getting in the playoffs. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the game, my friend. Don't you watch that damn game. Or what? <laughs> Don't you watch that damn game. There's other games to look at. 
There's other games to look at, damn it. I'll probably look at it and then, you know, look at the scores and then probably go to another one. Like I said, I'm just going to sit back and just enjoy the game, my friend. The problem is that was the only 3.30 game I put on here. Because <laughs> uh, sticking with the SEC, going to the primetime slot, 7 p.m. ESPN. Number 10, Old Miss and Lane Kiffin. Head to War Eagle Land to take on 18-ranked Auburn Tigers. Just, just face facts here. Auburn's a three-point favorite at home. But there are some expertise over in the Fox and CBS that says Ole Miss got this in the bag. Matt Corral. Bo Nix. Which quarterback wants to be better? It's the question. That is the question. What you get? What you think, there, man? Auburn's also coming off a bye week. They beat Arkansas about two weeks ago, and that was yeah. that, that was a, that was a week after they got him embarrassed at home by none other than the Georgia Bulldogs. Burn it was up. Now, as far as the Rebels go, uh, you know, Rebels ranked number ten, okay, and they're six and one. And last week. Mississippi beat LSU 31-17 at home. So, ever since that loss to Alabama, Mississippi's been kind of on a tear. So, they're on a three-game winning streak. So, this game, just another interesting SEC showdown. Over the plains of Auburn. What can the Tigers do to stop my corralling, killing the old Miss offense who just scored nothing but 30 points a game? Like it's nothing. <laughs> we shall see because, uh, yeah. I think I like old Miss in that one. I think I like old Miss. By the way, I think I'm going to take Michigan. I think I'm going to believe in Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> but when we get to November, around Thanksgiving time, that's that's going to change. Well, for the Michigan fans, they know what game I'm talking about. When you get to that game, then we have a problem. <laughs> but for right now, I'm gonna roll with Jim Harbaugh. I'm gonna roll with Jim Harbaugh. Roll with Jim Harbaugh. But until we get to that November game, that's when we're gonna have some problems. <laughs> I got a feeling. So since 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 Vegas want to disrespect Iowa. I got a feeling Ira might come out after the bye week and make a statement and using Wisconsin as the example. Well, if they do something about it. That's going to be interesting. I ain't making no pick in that Jacksonville game there, so <laughs> I'm just going to leave that below. Well, since Bernard's in the chat, we should uh, ask uh, his thoughts on the game between the Gators and the Georgia Bulldogs. I don't want his thoughts. Bernard, whatever you do, just don't hey, come hey, to Jacksonville. Hey, Bernard is, Bernard, he's just one of our stay loyal home. listeners. Just stay home because it's not worth the trip. It's not worth the trip. It's not worth it. I mean, what's funny, I, I'll, I'll let Bernard know. I mean, Bernard, I mean, uh, you know, Darnell does not want, want me watching the Florida and Georgia game. Hell no, I don't want nobody <laughs> watching it, to be honest. Why do, do you believe that I'm going to go on a trash-talking uh, verbal tirade on your brother? Yeah, I already got that coming my way anyway from all the damn Florida State and Miami fans. Yeah. I already got that coming. 
It's gonna be even worse. And I stay with and I stay in the house with two bulldogs anyway. Oh boy. You are just, oh. <laughs> I guess now I see why you don't want to watch that game so bad. I actually took I actually took Saturday off for the damn game. That was ahead of time. If they would have did what they did against LSU, I would feel better. But (sighs) (laughs) okay, I I think I must have succeeded in just making you cry. I think I must have broken you now, brother. Nope. This is what happens when Florida doesn't play up to Florida standards, and you know Georgia is going to be Georgia. This is what happens. Now, I might get some complaints in the Florida Gator group. I don't care, but guess what? I know what I'm saying on the field. And I said it two weeks ago that I was worried about my quarterbacks. And they proved me right. Now we playing with the number one defense in the whole country. Your assumption was correct. And uh, maybe it's painful as it is. But, you know, all you did was simply tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So I hope you got it. And the truth hurts. The truth hurts. Ricky Paul over there laughing at me right now. Yeah. Actually, I'm not, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just curious to know Bernard's thoughts. I, I, I love the fact that Alex can break you, though. He can't break me. It's the Florida kids that break me. Well, hold on, Ricky. Is it Alex or the Bearman? Remember, Bearman's my alter ego. Listen, you have no Jekyll and Hyde. You are one in the same. How do you know? It's the Holy Trinity, me, myself, and I. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. American Conference. <laughs> when, when the last time I had an American conference besides Cincinnati? When the last time I talked about the American conference? Never. Number 19, SMU. Number three. In the top five. At Houston. Bear man. 7 and 0. At 6 and 1. We're fighting for conference supremacy here. Well, that's what it's about. Let me let me look at the uh, let me look at the American standings because we know Cincinnati's you know heads over heads over everybody right now. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we we know this. Yeah, we know this. But Houston is actually number one in the conference because they played one more game than Houston in conference. Yeah, it's funny. And and Houston's unranked. And SMU and Cincinnati are both undefeated. But they played three conference games. Houston's played four. So meaning Houston didn't have their bye week yet. So Houston has a chance. But they got number 19 coming in. You knew you know about the Mustangs or SMU. Mm-hmm. I know they're pretty damn good. You might know about Houston too, because they may ain't they ain't that far apart. I know nothing about Houston. <laughs> But we're fighting for tops of the American Conference. Who wants to hold on to the top spot down in Houston, Texas? Speaking of Houston, Texas, side note, go Braves. Let's take game two. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to throw that one in there. I know. Okay. Darnell, how many times do I have to say it? I do not like the Astros. I was never an Astros fan. It wasn't about you. It was some fact we were talking about Houston. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure Bernard now is rooting you on. So now we get to back to the conference of the week, the Big Ten. Prime time, college game day. 
You see it, right? I see it. ABC 730. Number 20. Penn State Nate the Lions at the horseshoe to take on number five Ohio State Buckeyes. You want a referee, right? I did, and I got it. It's the Nifty Lions and the Buckeyes at the horseshoe. It's Steve Clifford versus CJ. Now, I'm going to be honest. Ohio State's been rolling since they lost to Oregon. They've been rolling. Yeah. They got punched in the mouth, and they've been punching back ever since. Yeah, they were pretty mad. And uh, ESPN Football Power Index has it 87 to 13% Ohio State. <laughs> Woo! Well, Ohio State's the home team, so there's that advantage. Um, Ricky, you, sh- you sure you want to make that phone call? Because uh, we talking uh, Buckeyes 18 and a half. No, that one I'll leave alone. <laughs> I knew, I knew Ricky would leave that one alone. Eighteen and a half. Ooh. Well, Ooh. Penn State just suffered that upset loss. They did. And they they they, had, they lost Clifford again during that game. And I have no doubt in my mind that Ohio State would love nothing more than to add insult to injury. They would love to throw salt into that deep wound. I mean, let's see. 41-20 over Tulsa. 59-7 over Arkansas. I want to say that's Arkansas State, if I'm correct. 52-13 at Rutgers. 66-17 over Maryland. 54-7 at Indiana. The same Indiana team who took the Spartans to the limit, they steamrolled. In the same building, by the way. Yeah, college game is gonna be there. Kirk Herbstreit, oh, the former Ohio State Buckeye quarterback, is gonna be calling the game. Of course, steamroll. Is that what you feeling? Steamroll in the Nathan Lions. <laughs> Vegas said they're gonna steamroll them. That's a, that's 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 we talking we talking three possessions. Well, Vegas says so. Then uh, if that doesn't happen, then. Uh... Well, you're definitely gonna have to address that next week, brother. You hear that? You hear it first. Mark, what's up? Ohio State steamrolls Penn State. Ah, if you Mr. disagree, please go feel free to say so. Mr. Braverman. It's steamrolling. Mr. Braverman. Oh, by the way, Mark, you better be ready on Saturday. No answers. Uh. <laughs> you must be in the chat Saturday. I'm letting you know it now. I'm speaking for me. Alex and Ricky, you must be in the chat on Saturday. <laughs> All right. You got that out the way, right? Oh boy. You want to do some you want to do some internet you want to do some ACC right now? Yeah, might as well. So surprisingly, I, I found a I found an ACC team I can actually talk about. Go figure. <laughs> Virginia versus BYU, but you know what the whole, you know what's so ironic, is that the current head coach of Virginia, Bronco Mendenhall, is the former coach of BYU. Yes, he is. Both teams are six and two. 
And somehow somebody BYU is still ranked. <laughs> they still managed to stay ranked after two straight losses. BYU. So is this a homecoming for Mr. Bronco Mendenhall? Well, as Vegas has, well, as the ESPN football index, 52.5% for the Cavaliers and 47.5% for the Cougars. So I'm thinking ESPN is leaning towards Virginia and Brendan Mendenhall right about now. <laughs> Maybe. But Vegas says two and a half. Cougars. ESPN is going Virginia. Hmm. Vegas says BYU. Ooh. Hey, do you like the over-under at 64? Is that a good over-under? I never really worry about the over-unders. I'm I mean, talking to Ricky. Yeah. That's a lot. That's that's a lot of points. Wait, say that again? 64. Under over, or is that the spread? No, that's the over under. Well, being the fact that uh, some ways college football can be a little uh, out of bounds, probably. That's a lot of points. Virginia Virginia scores thirty seven point six points per game. BRU scores twenty six point six points per game. But it might be right. That's close to goddamn sixty four. BYU needs that win. Oh, they damn sure need this win. You took an L to <laughs> Boise State when you was ranked 10th in the country. Then you took another L at Baylor. You came back and you took care of Washington State, but we all know how, how that was going. We didn't, we didn't trust Washington State, but Washington State still put up a fight. And now you got Virginia coming in. So uh, Virginia is trying to keep up with... Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna say this again. Wake Forest is leading the ACC. Wake Forest, and they had to drop seventy to get past Army. <laughs> Do you know what the final score of that game was? It was seventy to fifty-six. Not even Army scored that many damn points. Not even Army, and but they ain't no putting up fifty-six points, and Wake Forest had to drop seventy. That's ridiculous. It is. Hmm. I mean, what's the standards? Because Wake Forest is leading the, the conference. <laughs> so you got Wake leading the Atlantic Division. And pretty much not even close, actually. They 4-0 and and NC State is 2-1. Clemson 3-2, by the way. Oh, Florida State is playing Clemson, by the way. Just to let y'all know. So uh, that should be fun. <laughs> Because Clemson actually wins that game, Florida State fans will be pissed off. Because <laughs> that'll be this. This, this, this is their best opportunity to knock off Clemson. And then in the coast, we have Pittsburgh, who's ranked 17 in the country, 3 0, and Virginia right behind them at 4 2. So we're trying, we're, 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 we're trying to get Virginia into the lead of the coaster, even though Pittsburgh is leading. <laughs> You like BYU to, to bounce back, or you think they still got some? They still got to learn how to play with the big boys. I that doesn't that yeah. doesn't include the Pac-12 because yeah, they own the Pac-12. They'll certainly be tough, but Virginia, Virginia may be the may, may be favored in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if Virginia actually took that win. Is Notre Dame playing Saturday? Yes, they are. They're playing North Carolina. <laughs> UNC doesn't deserve to be talking about to the basketball season. 
And then we got one game left. Man, y'all said no, I'm going to the Mountain West. Mountain West like the like, it's like the best conference of the group of five. <laughs> we talked we talked about Nevada and, and Fresno State last week, right? We did. Who came out on top? Fresno State. Fresno State. What's their reward for next week? They go to San Diego State. A uh, little road trip. Six and two versus seven and oh. Yo, did I look at that spread correctly? Did you? Did you? Aztecs. <laughs> One point. One point Aztecs. Have you ever, Ricky, have you ever seen a one-point spread in any football game? Actually, I have, and it was a game two years ago that my friend told me I was nuts for picking, and the game won. And that had so happened to be the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. A one-point spread. How do you even pick that? It's the same way that you pick your nose and your butt. You just have to go with the gut feeling. <laughs> you want to let's, let's let's break this down, Bear Man. Let's let, let's see why it's a one point spread, okay? ESPN has the Aztecs favorite at fifty three point two percent, which is forty six point eight percent for the Bulldogs of Fresno State. <laughs> Fresno State scores thirty. Five point six points per game. They give up twenty point nine. Well, we'll just say twenty one points per game. The Aztecs score thirty one points per game, and they give up fifteen point seven points per game. The Bulldogs they like to throw the ball all over the field. They they throw the ball for a total of three hundred forty one yards per game, and they only rush for one thirty eight. The Aztecs, on the other hand, they pass for one twenty one per game, and uh, they rush for two hundred seven per game. It's going to be an interesting one, but if San Diego State's the home team, they may have all the advantage. They run the ball. <laughs> this, I see why it's a one-point game. This is... I don't know. You just have to pick an outright winner. Either way. Either way. You just have to pick an outright winner to help you get that right. That, <laughs> there's no giving points in this one. <laughs> No. <laughs> One point game. <laughs> There's no ties in football unless you're in the NFL. Yeah. They'll go to 100 overtimes if they have to. <laughs> oh, Lord. We, we're talking Mountain West here, okay? <laughs> we're talking California. <laughs> Anything past two is way much of an overkill. You say anything past two? What can I say? Yes, you anything past Anything past two overtimes is overkill. People get bored because they can't get drunk and they leave. I mean, that game is going to start at what seven thirty Pacific time. That game's not going to finish to what about midnight over there, which would be three a.m. on the East Coast. Ooh. That's a long game. That's a very long game. I don't know. I think I like the Aztecs though. I'm I'm gonna roll with the Aztecs. All they do is win. All they do is win. Until they don't win, 
I'm gonna keep rolling with the Aztecs. Like I'm doing with Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati has a bye week though. Ooh, that's not a good thing for the American Conference. No, it's not. Oh no, they got two. They got two lane. They have two lane. Tulane, y'all have fun with the Bearcats, okay? <laughs> Cause they got the ugly win out of the way now. I blame they gonna blast her Tulane. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do something shocking. Again. I'm gonna do something shocking. The spread for that game is 25. I don't even think that's enough. I think the spread should be about 40. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five is not enough. I don't think Tulane can score. It is what it is. But it is what it is. As I look through this, let me see. If there's any other games that y'all might want to look at that's worthy. And I'm looking at a lot of stuff, and I'm not feeling none of these games. <laughs> you could watch Texas at Baylor. You could yeah, watch that. Baylor will just yeah, Baylor Baylor's just gonna throttle them. You could watch UTEP and FAU. I mean, UTEP sits and one on the year, but it is traveling to South Florida to take on Florida Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I don't know. I don't see it. I really don't. You really don't. I really don't. So week nine. Halloween weekend. <laughs> who's going to be tricking? Who's going to be treating? It's the question. What would a college playoff polls look like when we come back? Because I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be an interesting one. And we will be back next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, 630. Eastern Standard Time for that. Because we it's going to be a good one. The college polls come out for the playoffs, so we get our first look at how the committee is looking at these teams and evaluating these teams, and we're going to see if they respect Cincinnati. We're going to see if they respect Cincinnati, okay? The AP poll respects Cincinnati. They got them at number two. What do the college football polls have them at? That is the question. What are they going to do with, a, with a Alabama, Ohio State, or Oregon, a Mich- the win of a Michigan, Michigan State? It's going to be an interesting bear, man. We're going to see if the power committee is going in, in the right direction. Or I'm just going to let you come on here and just shoot them out. This shooting out to be done, it's going to happen. Because I don't think we never had an opportunity to chew out the cost football. We try to do it on social media, but does that really work? Not really. So we have a platform now. I have a platform. We have a platform and then, uh, guess what? I will be here Saturday. And we'll be doing some NFL picking. Along with Ricky. I'm thinking about bringing somebody on. I'm not sure yet. But, um. I'll be bringing you a barf bag and a noose for this weekend. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ricky gonna be bringing everything in the book. Because there's some games that he has to pick. And he don't really want to pick. But he has no choice. <laughs> And apparently you want Mr. Braverman to be on the chat the whole time. Braverman has to be in the chat. His Vikings have a very important game. And the reason why they're on Sunday night football. 
So he must be in the chat. You heard me, bro. You have to be in the chat for your Sunday night game. I don't care if you crucify your own damn team, but you have to be in the chat. Man, how do, how do you know I will do it to mine? Burner, Saturday. You might want you might want to watch the show instead of watching the game. I'm just gonna let you know that right now. We'll be you'll you'll get an hour in of the game time because the game starts at 3:30. We come we don't come on to 4:30. So you might want to come in because we gotta talk about your Green Bay Packers who will be at Arizona without Devontae Adams and Al Lazar. Oh, check this out, Ricky. I found out JJ was not playing. Yeah, I know. I just read that. No JJ Watt for Arizona. You know the crazy part is I still ain't make a pick for that damn game yet. Well, you better get it in. You got less than uh, twenty four hours. Yeah, I know I got less than twenty four hours, but still though, I'm still I still don't know where to go at. But that should be fun. We're gonna talk about a trade that happened in Houston that should affect them <laughs> against the Rams. This should be funny. And something totally non-football related, the Cleveland Indians are being sued by a co-ed roller derby team because the uh, Cleveland franchise decided to take their name as their new uh, spot for next year in MLB 2022. You know what? You should say that for tomorrow, Ricky. Oh, I'm going to yell about that. You should say that for tomorrow. I think that would be a good topic for paint train. I'm not going to talk about it because, you know. I feel good. Bearman! Anything good you want to leave the people out with? No, uh, but I am looking forward to Saturday. I bet you is. Yeah. I bet you is. To laugh at my pain. Laugh at your pain? Laugh at my pain. Why the pain is going on, too? Are you, your Rams are taking on the Texans? What, what, what kind of pain should you possibly be, be in? I'm the one who speaks. That's the day after. I'm the, That's the day after. I should be stressed, okay? That's the day after, okay? Everybody's saying Dallas is an easy game against Minnesota. No, it's like, not. No, it's not. It's Both not. teams come out by weeks, too. Both teams come out by weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Why I did with the pains of Saturday? Because it's Florida and Georgia week. Atlanta Braves, you took game one in Houston? Let's see, can we take both of them in Houston before we head down to the ATF for three straight for the World Series? That would be a great joy for me. But if not, I don't mind. We already did what we need to do. We took one in Houston. Um, Other than that, Saturday. No, take that back. Friday, Flashback Fridays. Um, Two weeks ago, we talked about movies. Last week, Ricky brought Pain Train to Flashback Friday. Who knows what Friday going to be next? Who knows what this Friday gonna be? Yes, and we t- today we talked about pizza, so it should be interesting. <laughs> so, crash back Friday is four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Me and Ricky, and then Saturday, the three of us looking forward to week eight of the NFL season and some interesting picks too. <laughs> Until then, that's the bearman of Texas over there, Alex. I'm the playmaker down there, sons. I'm signing off. We'll catch y'all. This weekend. Hey, did you like that show? Like, share, follow, subscribe. Share out our shows to all of your social media. Need merchandise? Check out paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merchandise at great prices. Tune in next time 
for another edition of Arch Rivals Football, and we'll catch you on the flip side.